0: Hey guys, welcome to the Georgia Field Hunting Podcast, Episode 5. I'm your host, Brian Grossman, and today we'll be joined by Mike Worley, the President and CEO of the Georgia Wildlife Federation. And he's going to be telling us about just uh, some of the the many programs that those guys have going on, uh, things like the Georgia Hunters for the Hungry, um, the Georgia R3 program, which stands for Recruit, reactivate and retain which is is just an effort to uh, get new hunters and hunters who have quit somewhere along the way to get those guys back into the sport Uh, and we'll talk about a bunch of the uh, the events that the federation holds throughout the year including the upcoming buckarama which um, if you'll stick around to the end of the podcast i'll tell you guys how you can win some tickets uh, for that event they've been generous enough to give us some tickets to give away uh, and we'll let you know how you can go about winning those um, if you'll stick around. But with all that said, uh, let's jump on the line here with Mike and I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I did. All right, guys, I'm on the line here with Mike Worley of the Georgia Wildlife Federation. Mike, how are you doing? Doing great, Brian.
1: Appreciate, uh, appreciate you asking. Appreciate the opportunity to uh, come on board with you here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like we were, talking a, a little bit uh before we started recording here um you know i i really initially asked you on to talk about the upcoming buckarama and and a little bit about the wildlife federation uh, but i got the i got to digging a little and looking at your all's website and uh, just learned that there's a whole lot more going on there than than i was initially aware of so we're going to talk about a lot of the different programs and events you guys are involved in but uh, before we, you know, dive dive headfirst into all that, um, why don't you give us a, a little bit of of your, kind of your hunting background and and maybe how that all led to you, uh, you know, becoming the the president and CEO of the uh, Georgia Wildlife Federation?
1: Awesome, well, appreciate it, uh, Brian. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I have uh, been a, a hunter and a and an angler fisherman all my life. Uh, I'm uh, actually sitting here in my office looking across my desk at my uh, grandfather's uh, shotgun on the wall that he used to carry when we uh, when he took me quail hunting when I was uh, a young guy. Uh, we, I've been a, a, a hunter throughout most all of my life. It's been a central part of our family uh our family's traditions and so um as a as a young man fascinated with the outdoor world i went to school to, uh, to and got a degree in biology to work uh, on uh, on these wildlife issues and um uh, wound up actually as we often do kind of taking a circuitous route here i uh, i went to work for for georgia power and worked there for almost 33 years and started as a in one of the power plants is a, uh, a lab technician and have worked uh, throughout uh, through, through their environmental affairs organization all kinds of things so, uh, anyway uh That uh, that long path where I have stayed involved with hunting and fishing, uh, stayed involved and actually volunteered some with the Georgia Wildlife Federation through the years uh, is what brought me to this point. I retired from Georgia Power about uh, five years ago, and um, uh, it turned out that the Wildlife Federation was looking for someone to uh, step into the president's role. So here I am. Well,
0: good deal. So you uh were, were brought up a quail hunter or you do you uh are you involved in any other type of hunting or are you still mainly a bird hunter? Or? I am a I am a my particular uh, passion
1: is wing shooting. So uh you'll actually find if you uh, if you come to my house and go out into my shop right now a whole uh bunch of uh waterfowl uh gear. I'm a yeah. uh, I am a rabid um waterfowler. So I uh, I enjoy spending some time out in uh, Mississippi each year. That's I'm, I'm in a club out there, and uh, I've, I've got my uh, buddy, my uh, uh, my dedicated uh, uh, lab that uh, loves to go. She and I love to spend some time in duck blinds to uh, see if we can't knock down a few of them and pick up a few of them.
0: Yeah. Well, so, so for those that, that may not be that familiar with the Georgia Wildlife Federation? Can you can you give us just kind of a uh, just a broad level overview of, of of your mission and and maybe a little bit of history as well? I know you guys have been around for quite some time, correct?
1: We have been around a while. We're actually Georgia's oldest member supported conservation organization. The Georgia Wildlife Federation was started in 1936, uh, so we're about uh, 83 years old now um we uh, we were started by hunters and anglers uh you know we that that's what our foundation is and that continues to be sort of the cornerstone of what we do obviously we have a lot of members that are that are wildlife watchers people that are interested in a lot of the uh conservation uh initiatives that we have but our foundation and what we all our sort of our, our primary touchstone continues to be, uh, the hunting and angling community. Uh, you know, our mission is one that was established back in those days. And, uh, it's, it's uh, a little long, I'll be glad to run through it, but I, I always think of our mission statement. It's one of the, one of the best ones I've read. It still, it still uses language from the 1936s. So it that sounds a little different from one that would be <laughs> written today, but it's, it's terrific. and It's to encourage the intelligent management of the life-sustaining resources of the earth, its essential water resources, its protective forests and plant life, and its dependent wildlife, and to promote and encourage the knowledge and appreciation of these resources. their are in a relationship and wise use without which... There can be little hope for a continuing abundant life, and so from my standpoint, I, I, you know, when I think about an abundant life, I think about the, those days of field, those days with my grandfather and my father, uh, and, and my son and grandson now, uh, and, and my granddaughter, and bringing new people into the uh, into the uh, outdoor world. So, um, I'm delighted to work work here. Um, I often tell people, though, if I were forced to boil our mission into one sentence, uh, or who we are, I say regularly that Georgia Wildlife Federation advocates for the professional science-based management of our wildlife and our natural resources. That really, in one sentence, uh, sums up who we are.
0: Yeah. So you Uh, you guys are a 501 C three. Is that correct? The charitable organization.
1: We are a charitable organization. So we've so, got,
0: go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, so, so what, what's y'all's uh, primary funding mechanisms? How, how do you um, fund all these various programs and, and events that you guys do? Uh,
1: that's a great question. You know, we're funded. Uh, obviously I said we we're members oldest member supported. So, we depend upon our members uh we are we are funded by our membership uh dues if people want to go online they can find us at uh, gwf.org and uh, and sign up as a member uh at any any time uh we're glad to have that we also uh because of some of our mission uh, uh initiatives that we'll talk about in a few minutes um we are funded by some foundations we get some foundation dollars we get uh, uh uh, partners, uh, partner, some of the programs we have, uh, are partner focused and some of our partners have, uh, some funding, uh, components, but, uh, you know, as every, uh, not-for-profit, uh, executive gets to do, I spend a lot of my time trying to figure out how to raise money, uh. <laughs> As I, uh, as I tell people all the time, you know, you heard our mission and our mission is not to raise money, but we can't accomplish our mission without money. And we can't accomplish it without the members that we, that we depend upon.
0: Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I one thing I didn't touch on, uh, when we talked, uh, before, before we started actually recording was, you know, I, I actually work for the, uh, quality deer management association. So I am definitely familiar with, with that, with the, uh, the importance of, of fundraising when it comes to, uh, you know, these conservation efforts, it's, sure. um, it, yeah. it's not the, uh, it's not the exciting side of it, but it's the, the, definitely the, the necessary part of, uh, you know, you can't do good things for wildlife and, and, uh, our hunting heritage if, if you don't have that, that funding in place. So,
1: and I'll tell you, QDMA is a uh, is a terrific partner. We work with them on a lot of programs. One that we'll talk about here in a few minutes. Our r three initiative, but we're working with uh, QDMA on all kinds of initiatives. And uh, and and that's they're they are a perfect example of uh, of the kind of partners that we uh, have. You know, we we uh, we are a Georgia Wildlife Federation, and I often take I I say oftentimes that, uh, that we take the federation part seriously. Uh, We rarely, there are a few programs, but we rarely do programs just on our own. We are normally uh, putting together, cobbling together uh, coalitions and groups to work together uh, because we feel like we can uh, accomplish a lot more as we work together rather than trying to go things on our go go directions on our own. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Raising money is a uh, it's, it's not the glamorous, fun part of the job, but it's the necessary part of the job. And so glad to do it. And our we have some terrific funding partners.
0: Yeah. So you you kind of already started segueing into this, you know, one thing I mentioned, um, at the beginning was that I, I was surprised at the number of, of programs that you guys do have going on. Um, I, I'm familiar a little bit with their, I'm familiar with the, the R3 program, uh, because it is, um, we have partnered with uh, QDMA on that, but can you give us maybe just a, a, a broad overview of, of, the programs that you guys are involved in, and, and then we'll dig a little deeper into uh, a, a couple of those.
1: Sure. Uh, and we've got, um, so we operate two nature centers. We operate one in uh, at, in Covington, our Alcove Nature Center. Uh, we've got about 120 acres with a couple of miles of hiking trails on it, and pavilions, and all kinds of places. Folks come out and uh, can come out and enjoy that. We operate... The Mill Creek Nature Center, which is near the Mall of Georgia, literally across the street from the Mall of Georgia, we have a nature right. center, an eighty acre nature center. Uh, and if you look at, it, if folks can go on and look at our uh, website. In the next, oh gosh, we should be out in the next day, uh, next couple of days. Uh, uh, we will have a uh, our. On our newsletter, we'll have a picture of a white fawn that we have uh, been seeing at our N- Mill Creek Nature Center a fair amount. That's a fairly rare thing to see, uh, yeah. and so we've kind of been following that one a little bit. But uh, in, in addition to those, we also have our our programming initiatives, uh, some of the things that, uh, that I think uh, Georgia Field uh, um, listeners might be interested in is the one that you mentioned the recruit retain and reactivate so georgia wildlife federation is the uh is the uh we host the r3 initiative for georgia and quite frankly georgia's uh, r3 initiative is is uh, one of the leading programs if not the leading program in the country um we partner with the Department of Natural Resources, the Wildlife Resources Division. We partner with uh, Quality Deer Management Association, Safari Club
0: International.
1: Um, and, um, oh gosh, I'm going to leave somebody out here. Um, QDMA, Safari Club, um the National Wild Turkey Federation and the Department of Natural Resources are our partners. We're uh, in in that initiative. We have uh, we were the first state to develop a step down plan. There's a national R three plan that was developed a few years back. Georgia was the first state to develop a step a step down plan here uh, and. You know, as all of us are aware, you know, we're uh, we're becoming increasingly uh, uh, the minority uh, uh, in the, in the country from a from a outdoor activity standpoint. We uh, uh, we have seen across the country the numbers of hunters actually uh, uh, shrinking a bit. Now we've managed to turn that around here in Georgia. Uh, if you look at the trend lines in Georgia, they're actually trending up a bit and have been for about uh six or eight years and so uh george is doing a pretty darn good job of uh, bringing in our numbers of uh of hunters uh and we're a state that's this proud of our hunting heritage uh and uh, r3 has really been a terrific program for us and some of the programs that we've got under the r3 initiative are something that Uh, like our field of fork program uh, which was actually written up in uh, the Wall Street Journal uh, about uh, three months ago front page of the Wall Street Journal they talked about Georgia's uh, uh, R3 initiative in our field of fork program Um, and uh, we are also doing a uh, in partnership with the National Shooting Sports Foundation we're working uh, with some of our uh, state uh, universities we're actually hiring uh, interns at uh, at the University of Georgia and at uh, at Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College that are putting together uh, they we call them learn to hunt programs uh, within the natural resources colleges where we take young people that are in the natural re- wanting to go into the natural resources uh, uh, world and we take them and teach them to hunt uh, because. Today, so many of our young people that are interested in going into wildlife management haven't really been hunters and anglers in their lives. Uh, and so we're really excited about this program. It's uh, It's been really popular over the last couple of years, and we hope to see it. We hope to be able to expand it. We are, will, we are, we'll, uh, by next year, have expanded into a third university uh, and hope to continue to see that program grow. Um, we also do the uh, Georgia Hunters for the Hungry, uh, and uh, many deer hunters know about Georgia Hunters for the Hungry. They don't have a clue who is responsible for doing that, but we contract with, um, with uh, deer processors across the state so a hunter can bring their uh, deer in. Uh, if, if a hunter's got plenty of, uh, medicine in their freezer and they want to donate to the hungry, they can bring their deer in. We pay that processor to process, uh, the deer and donate it to a local food bank. Uh, it's been one of our most popular programs through the years. Uh, obviously one that we constantly are trying to raise money for because, you know, we do have to pay those processors, uh, uh, we do have to pay our processors, but we work with a terrific group of processors. And oftentimes they, uh, they process some of this, these uh, deer for free and just simply donate them to the uh, food bank as well. So uh, the partnership is great there. Um, uh, just as a, as an example of, of how hunters care. Uh, and we were, uh, we were approached uh, in Darty County this year and, um, after Hurricane Michael came through, they were there was a real need for additional uh, protein, additional uh, additional meat to be uh, served there in some of the uh, relief work, and uh, we were able to find additional processors in the Darty County and Southwest Georgia area that were able to take additional deer, and uh, we were we were fortunate to be able to donate some of that uh, that venison to those uh, to those folks affected by Hurricane Michael.
0: Now, how would uh, how would a hunter go about finding the uh, their local processor that that's involved with that, the closest one to them that that'll take one of these uh, deer under donation?
1: Great question. You can uh, do that either on our website uh, under our programs. It says Georgia Hunters for the Hungry, or you can also look in your hunting rags. Uh, we are we. Always partner with the Georgia Department of Natural Resources. We have been uh, that has been a relationship since we were founded eighty three years ago, uh, and uh, so Georgia Hunters for the Hungry, uh, in partnership with DNR, they publish our um, deer processors uh, in the hunting regs, so you can find them there
0: as well. And and does that that program run through the entire season or? Um... You know, is there a, a quote on that, or how does that work? It actually
1: does run through the entire season, and we've 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 actually experimented with, and I, we we don't have a real, uh, we haven't really rolled this out in a big way yet, but we've uh, done some work with uh, one of our local communities in the agriculture that are big in ag, uh, where, you know, uh, deer do uh, cause some crop damage across the state. And we've worked with local farmers who have uh, permits to, uh, to, in essence, stand the herd a bit to cut down on their crop damage. Uh, and so during, even during the uh, off-season, outside of deer season, we can on occasion get deer. And, uh, and if we've got a processor that's open, or can, we'll, we'll open up. We'll have those deer processed for, uh, for donations. So, but primarily, I'd say uh, 99.5% of the time, uh, the deer are uh, it's through our deer processors during deer season. Uh, but it, it's been a terrific program really one that uh, we've been running since about 1994 and one that we are very proud of uh and uh we we'd love for anybody to give us a call if you're interested in uh in contributing to to support that hunters for the hungry program just give us a call uh we we are always seeking as we talked about at the beginning always seeking funding for that program yeah. um and then we've got a couple of others that hunters are might be interested in. We're doing a private lands program nowadays. Uh, we're just starting it up. Working, you know, Georgia is ninety three percent held by uh, by in private hands, uh, and we are working with private landowners on managing their their lands, primarily for you know it's a, it's along the fall line, which is part of the um, uh, historic longleaf pine uh range and we're working with uh, private landowners there that are interested in longleaf pine but also interested in managing their land for wildlife Uh, a lot of people have land uh that uh, has been in the family for years they want to figure out ways that they can get a little bit of revenue off of it but also maintain their land for hunting purposes for their family for their kids grandkids and so uh we work with those uh, those types of property owners you can find out All kinds of details on that. Uh, We've hired a really dynamic young biologist uh, that's doing a fantastic job on that program. So uh, we do that in partnership. The state has a private lands initiative. Uh, Several other uh, organizations within the state do that, but we've we've sort of focused in an area where there weren't a lot of folks working. So we're excited about it. Uh, A new program for us. Uh, And then we, we do all kinds of things. We do Dove shoots and, uh, for young adults, you can find information on that on our website and also uh, actually on the DNR website because they, uh, they partner with us on a couple of those. So a yeah. lot, of, lot of hunter activity going on at the Georgia Wildlife Federation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I was I was uh, very surprised by by all the different programs that you guys offered, um, even even more than you know we've uh, we've discussed here. And then you guys also put on uh, quite a few events throughout the year. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about next. Um, you know, I've, I've kind of a lot of folks are familiar with Rama and Turkey Rama, and, and we'll talk more about Rama here in a minute in detail. But uh, maybe you could just kind of touch on. You know some of the various events you guys put on throughout the year.
1: Yeah, uh, so all across Georgia, people have been familiar with the uh, Rama through the years. I think this is year number thirty-five, I believe, coming up here in August the uh, August uh, sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen, I believe, are the dates for it this year. Uh, we'll be in Perry, Georgia, uh, and uh, we are um, almost sold out for vendors uh space this is uh one of our looks like it's going to be one of our uh our best most successful uh, Bucaramas in quite some time we've uh we you know uh, as as uh, time goes by our uh our vendor uh, <clears throat> list has changed and grown and this year we've got a lot of really terrific uh, folks that are going to be there that are uh, working on uh, a lot of our fishing and, uh, and, and obviously hunting as, as a buckarama. You know, we hold that event every year uh, down in Perry just before deer season opens. So look forward to seeing everybody there. We also do uh, events across the state. You know, we have uh, local committees that put on uh, uh, fundraising dinners for us. So uh, here in, uh, in Covington, where we're based, uh, we will have our annual sportsman's dinner uh, on August the twenty ninth and we we have tables available for that uh, individual tickets. So we would love to have folks uh, uh, come out and join us. We'll have oh gosh, between four and five hundred of uh, of your of, of if they're not your best friends when we start the evening, they will be by the end of the evening. <laughs> we we get, we get out under uh, a hot tent in the middle of June uh, in the middle of August, and it always amazes me at how much people enjoy that because it is really hot. But we'll, we we uh, do a big uh, uh, pig roast, pig uh, 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 barbecue, and uh, lots of. Uh, sides and fixings and uh, we have raffles for guns and all kinds of things so we'd encourage folks to come out and enjoy us and we'll we will also will be hosting one in uh, in the statesboro area on october the 3rd uh called the southeast georgia uh sportsman's social and really excited about that one this will be about the third year we've done that one down there and uh, really uh uh uh, dynamic group of uh, young folks down there putting that uh, that dinner on, and then we were starting a brand new one, and I don't have a name for it uh, on the off the top of my head. Uh, they may have already come up with one, and I'm just drawing a blank on it. But it's October the 10th in the Columbus area. It will actually be down in the Columbus uh, uh, downtown area at the WC Bradley headquarters. Uh, they are a uh, they're terrific new new partner with us uh so uh, they check our website and, and find out all the details on those events as well but uh uh so we're trying to ensure that we're we're keeping up with our mission of being a statewide organization that really uh, supports and works with hunters and anglers uh, uh and advocates for hunters and anglers you know, I have spent a lot of time talking about some of the programs that we do, but uh, oftentimes, I um, one of the things that doesn't doesn't pay a, doesn't help us raise a lot of money, uh, but it's I think our most critical mission is that we spend an awful lot of time at the Capitol um, during the legislative session on on issues that are important to hunters and anglers. Um, that's I, I view as our primary mission. You know, when you when you when I talk about our mission uh, about encouraging that intelligent management of our resources, that's what we're doing when we're at the Capitol. We're trying to ensure that hunters are represented, anglers are represented, and that uh, and that we are looking out for the interests of of those of us that enjoy the outdoors. Um, and so, would encourage uh, if anybody's ever interested in getting involved with that kind of work to give us a call. We are, we are always needing volunteers, people to speak to legislative uh, hearings, and uh, we have a an ad, actually an, an online uh, or an advocacy program that I would encourage all of your listeners to sign up for. Um, right, it's called um, uh, the Camo Coalition. And Camel Coalition is we we are actually at the Capitol every day monitoring the bills that are introduced, and in some cases trying to find somebody to introduce bills that uh, that we are uh, we we think are important to have it uh, considered by our legislature. And uh, our Camo Coalition is a direct action network that people can sign up for. You enter your uh, your information, where you live, your um, your um, uh, email address, and then we will send you notices and updates throughout the legislative session of of legislation that affects hunting and fishing. And and ask you oftentimes to take action on that, to send a note or a letter to your legislator about it. Even if you don't know who your legislator is, you can simply click on our Camel Coalition alert and it will automatically generate a note to your legislator, as long as we know where you live. Uh, and uh, I often tell people, even if you don't always agree with what the Georgia Wildlife Federation suggests, go ahead and sign up and go ahead and and, uh, and, and pay attention to those alerts. And if you are of a different opinion when uh, we ask you to, to uh, send out an alert, then take that message that we've included change it to whatever you want it to, and still send it to your legislator. Because from my perspective, it is far more important for all of us as hunters and anglers to be involved in the legislative process than whether we always agree 100% of the time. You know, we're all, we're all brothers and sisters in this, in, in this hunting and fishing world. Uh, and just like brothers and sisters tend to do, sometimes we have differences of opinion. But when it's all said and done, we're still we're still tied together as a family and we need to make sure that our voices are heard.
0: Yeah, that that's something that we as hunters and, and I'm including myself in that. We we all need to pay more attention when it comes to what's going on um, in, in politics and in the legislature, uh, particularly you know, when it has to do with our, our wildlife resources and, and our hunting heritage, because unfortunately these days, it seems like more and more, that's where, uh, decisions are being made rather than by, um, uh, you know, the, the biologists and the, uh, our, uh, wildlife agencies. Um, and so, well, like you said, you, you just have to, you have to be paying attention and, and you need to, to, uh, voice our, our concerns and our opinions on that kind of stuff, because you can bet, uh, you know some of the the anti hunting crowd and and the other folks are so uh, it, it's great that you guys are making that a, an easier process and uh, I'll definitely be signing up for the uh, camo coalition so I can so I can stay on top of those uh those issues
1: awesome and and we try if folks have when when we're doing camo alerts and we're sending out information to people if folks uh, respond back to us and have questions about those alerts. We always try and stay on top of it. It really is, it really is critically important for us as a community, for those of us that, that love you know, to get out and hunt and enjoy, enjoy these uh, great outdoors that we have, to really stay engaged. Uh, an old friend of mine, and there's a saying around, uh, around the Capitol, that uh, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. <laughs> and uh and so we need to ensure that we're at the table when decisions are being or when policies and and legislation is being discussed about our wildlife. And it is our wildlife. All of it belongs to all of us. Uh it's a it's part of it's part of the huge success that we've had here in this country. Uh, and uh, so all of our wildlife belongs to all of us and we need to ensure that we're uh, we're we're being good stewards of it and being good stewards of the heritage and the and the traditions that we've all enjoyed uh, throughout much of our lives um so yeah yeah sign up everybody sign up for Camo Coalition it's free now while you're there we'd love to have you join as a member but we absolutely want you to join our Camo Coalition uh and it is a free uh, program that we do for, for advocacy at the Capitol.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, why wouldn't you, That it's a no brainer, you know, get signed up and stay informed. Like you said, even if, even if you don't necessarily agree <clears throat> with the stance that you guys are taking, uh, you'll at least know what's going on. So yeah, definitely uh, would do that. Um, before we wrap things up, I want to, I do want to jump back real quick to, uh, to the Buckarama. Um, you mentioned vendors. There's going to be a lot of vendors there. What what kind of other things will will folks uh, get to get to see there at Baccarama?
1: Gosh, at our Buccarama, we do a lot of things. We have we've we've tried to 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 grow that program a bit through the years. And obviously, people have gone to the for years and not known that it was a Georgia Wildlife Federation program. We always joke about the fact that we're the best kept secret at the uh, at the Buck-A-Rama. Uh <laughs> and uh, and And there's a lot of truth to that, but we will do everything uh, we, obviously you see hunting and fishing vendors uh, there, and there and that's what a lot of people are there about. They want to be able to come in, look at the uh, at the latest of uh, hunting and fishing equipment, and also talk to the vendors and learn how how best to apply it and use it. And the vendors are a great source of uh, of uh, information. We're also doing uh, seminars, we're doing uh, programming. Uh, one of my favorite that we do each uh, each show nowadays is we have a uh, a uh, I mentioned that I'm a bit of a waterfowl addict and uh, uh, we have a uh, uh, a labrador uh, uh or a, a a retriever training program down there so we will have uh, one of George's uh, uh premier um, uh retriever uh Trainers there, they'll bring a lot of their uh, dogs that are in their school, in their program. We'll show you how to uh, how a uh, a young pup handles, uh, you know, what they can do as uh, as a as a new a new ent- entrant into into the uh, duck hunting world to a very seasoned, really professional uh, hunting retriever. Uh, and uh, you can ask questions to professionals on what you should do with your dogs, how you do it. They involve kids in the programs, and it's really a lot of fun. So you'll see everything from seminars on, as you can see, the the, uh, the hunting retrievers that I like. We've got uh, seminars on reptiles uh, here in the state. We have kids' activities, uh, building all kinds of uh, wildlife uh, little projects that they could take home and uh, and and uh, use around the house so it's a it's an event for the family we'll have a lot of the state agencies there just as you said when you worked at the department of natural resources you used to come to the Bucaramas and uh, and work as a uh, as an agency representative we'll have uh, state uh, dnr law enforcement there Uh, we'll have the u.s forest service there a lot of people there that are providing opportunities for us to be outdoors so that you can understand and see and, and learn about a lot of the opportunities and a lot of the uh, services that are provided. So it's not just being able to go and buy some cool stuff, but that sure is a big
0: part of it. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely encourage uh, hunters to check it out. And like you said, to bring their family because, um, it's just uh, it helps build that excitement, you know. This is that time of year where people are really starting to to turn their attention to the hunting seasons, and it's always good to to get out to an event like that and just be around other, uh, you know, like minded sportsmen and and get to see some uh, hunting gear and and maybe pick some stuff up for the season. So, um, just a, a good way to to spend a, a weekend day for sure.
1: We have uh, we have groups come in. We have there. Are, we we joke about it, and, and not just joke about it. It's really kind of become a responsibility that we feel like we have. We, uh, as an example, we've got a group out of uh, uh, Fort Valley that that makes it. It's it's their Sunday school class outing for their uh, their men Sunday school group, hmm. and they come to the uh, Baccaratama every year sort of kick off deer hunting season for them. uh and we have people coming literally from all over the country. We have people bringing that have been there with their father or their mother they brought, and they're bringing their kids and their kids are bringing their kids to the uh, to the Buckarama. We've been going so long these days. So uh it's a uh, it's I, I I sometimes wonder if we could even kick off deer season in Georgia without a Buckarama.
0: <laughs> Well, I know there's been a, a lot of excitement about it on Facebook. Um, Adam, uh, and I, I'm not even going to try to say his last name, but uh, Adam with uh, the the federation there has been gracious enough to uh, to give me several tickets that I've been giving away. And uh, there's definitely been a lot of buzz around that. People wanting to get those tickets. Um, for those that aren't fortunate enough to, to win some tickets, where's uh, what's the best way to uh, to get tickets for the the show? <laughs>
1: You can, uh, you can, uh, as a member, you can buy them online, but you can also just show up at the show. We will be selling them. We've got ticket booths there and we are delighted to have everybody. You can, we do a big mailing every year. You can go online and click a dollar off coupon, bring the coupon with you and pay at the gate. And we're glad to have everybody show up. It's a, uh, it really is a lot of fun and, and something that uh, we, we, uh, we look forward to. I, Personally, look forward to every year. Uh, our uh, uh, I, you'll often find me out at the, out in front of the gates before the uh, before the show opens, just talking to the kids. I really get excited about seeing kids showing up. Uh, you know, because we we, uh, we need to have you know we're we have a future here as long as they keep coming to these events and going out and uh, and, and hunting and fishing with us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mike, man, I, I really uh, appreciate your time, um, you know, talking about uh, or tell us a little bit about yourself and and uh, about the Georgia Wildlife Federation. I, I know I've certainly uh, learned a lot and uh, that I didn't know. Like I said, I had no idea you guys were involved in so many programs and events. Um, so it's definitely something I will uh, do a better job of of keeping track of. And uh, what, what's the best way for our listeners to kind of keep up with what's going on with the georgia wildlife federation
1: and the best way to keep up with what we're doing is to go visit our website at gwf.org uh, that's uh, georgia wildlife federation uh, obviously gwf.org you can see everything that we've got there you see all of our programs listed we've uh, we've just uh, updated that uh, that website a little while just to, just recently i think it's uh, one of the best uh, around we're excited about it and uh if you're a member, you get all these notifications and newsletters, and we we'll send those those uh, we'll push those out to you so you can stay in uh, uh, plugged in with us. And I do want to say, you know, it's we work at the at the state capital. We also work on a national level and uh, on a lot of our funding initiatives. And Brian, anytime you want to talk about any of those, I'd be delighted to to sit down and have a conversation uh, about. Uh, any of the initiatives that we have going on, uh, both at the state level and at the national level, uh, we're we're working on a couple of big ones now. Uh, the Land and Water Conservation Fund. I'll be in D.C. next week talking to all of our uh, congressional delegation, and also a new bill that was just introduced last week called the Recovering America's Wildlife Act. So, love to talk to you about all of those at some point in the future, uh, if uh, if you if you have some time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure we will uh we will have you back on to uh to talk more about, you know, some of these uh some of these things happening and uh like you said, both the state and, and federal level. And Brian, I appreciate what you do in
1: keeping our uh honey community uh plugged in and engaged. Uh uh this is uh, this is a real service to our community and I and uh I I appreciate all that you're doing.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, and, uh, man, I, I enjoy doing this and and honestly, it's, uh, uh, I hope people are learning from it, but it's, uh, I guess I do it a little bit for selfish reasons too, because I just enjoy learning, um, from, from folks like yourself and some of our other guests that we've had on, um, you know, whether it be about, you know, the, the Georgia wildlife federation or, you know, hunting tips and tactics, uh, for different types of hunting and, um, I, I just I just enjoy the learning process and, and talking again with, uh, you know, other other like minded sportsmen out there. So I well, appreciate it, again. I, I appreciate you coming on here and um, I hopefully maybe I'll catch up with you at uh, Buckarama here in a few weeks.
1: If you don't catch up, me, uh, up with me at the Buckarama, I hope to see you in a swamp somewhere. I'm the guy <laughs> with, the, with the yellow lab.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> Thanks a lot, Brian.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah, take care. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that uh, podcast episode as much as I did. Um, I'll be honest going in, I had no idea that the, the George Wildlife Federation was involved with so many programs and so many different events throughout the year. Uh, so that was definitely eye-opening for me, and, and hopefully it was for you as well. Uh, and, and I encourage you guys to, ch- to check them out. Uh, check out their website. Check out their social media. Um, we only scratch the surface of, of the things that those guys are doing uh, and the events that they're, they're So, um, be sure to check them out. Give them your support. Oh, and as promised, uh, I do have. Uh, uh, some tickets to give away for Buckarama. Um, they've been generous enough to, to give me uh, a good number of tickets and we'll be giving those out from now. Well, we've actually already given a few out and we'll be, continue to give them out from now uh, until that event occurs on August 16th, uh, 16th through the 18th. So, and the way uh, to do that, the way to, to, to get entered is to head over to our Facebook page, which is just facebook.com slash Georgia Field. Or you can search Georgia Field on Facebook. Shouldn't have any problem finding it. But that's where all the giveaways will start. So there might be different directions for how to enter each one, um, but they'll all start right there on our Facebook page. So be sure to hit it up uh, and give us a like if you already have it. And uh, hopefully we'll see you there at Buckarama. But uh, I guess with that, we'll wrap it up. As always, I do encourage you to uh, subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Whether that be on, you know, we're on iTunes and Google Play, Spotify, um, all the the major podcasting platforms. So um, subscribe to us. Give us a review. Give us a rating. We would really appreciate that. We'd like to hear from you guys. Um, Don't hesitate to uh, you know send me a message or. You know, shoot me an email or whatever the case may be uh, to give me your feedback, give me your suggestions. Uh, if you have somebody you'd like to see on the show or just a topic you'd like us to cover, let us know. Um, we've already got some feedback in in that way, and, and we're working towards scheduling some of those folks that, that you guys have brought to our attention, and, and I'm excited about some of the upcoming guests that we're going to have. Um, so stick around. It, it's uh, only going to get better. I can promise you that. But uh, until next time, hey, hunt safe, shoot straight, and most importantly, just always enjoy your time in God's great outdoors. We'll see you next time.